Okay, okay. We are. We are live. Hambo is live. Uh, doing a little something uh, different this time out, uh, on the podcast. Doing the uh, doing the podcast from the phone. Uh, however, this is a live um, live edition through my phone, so that my audio might sound a little different. I got Daniel. Hopefully, he'll be joining us soon. And yeah, I'm kind of like I said before. I was experimenting with this uh, technology, this exciting technology, and I'm looking at a whole row of two rows of buttons that say call in. So there's some possibilities for people to call in. Um, let's see what happens here. Let's see what happens. So let me. Let me see here. You know, it might have to bear with me a little bit. I'm still figuring this out a little bit here. Let's see. different way let's do this no don't want instagram sorry guys let's see if this works sending him a link exciting stuff Hope everyone's been doing all right. I've uh, really, I've really wanted to do a podcast or uh, watch watch the Bond again, some 007, because I'm really getting anxious to see the new Bond movie when that comes out, if it ever comes out. Okay, we got Dan Wilson has joined supposedly. Here we go. He wants to call in. Let's see. See, this works. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Hello. Here we go. I heard Am that. I in? Yeah. There he is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just had to. I just got the message that you invited me to join through Podbean. So I had to click that. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Because it, it gave me an option to send it to your email, which I wasn't sure if I had your email. I probably do somewhere, but I figured, oh, well, if I send a link, let's try that. You know. Right. Beautiful. Yep. 
Uh, but, you know, what I usually do is I just go into the Podbean app when I – sometimes when it sends me the link and I click on the link, it just takes me into Podbean, but it doesn't take me into the show. Yeah. So then I go – then I find your show and then click on your show, and then it shows that you're live right now. So that's how I usually uh, – that's the pathway. Ah. But this was a quick one. I hopped in right away. I think this was my fastest entrance ever. Yeah, barely any time in the wait. You just ran right through the waiting room before the secretary even said hi. Like you're like, no. I skipped her. <laughs> <laughs> like, see ya. He's like, yeah, I don't see you on the list. Do you have an appointment? You're like, yeah, see ya. <laughs> I walked right past. Yes. <laughs> oh, cool, cool, cool. I like this so far. So far, so good. Um, yeah, I was just saying that I'm looking at these other buttons. It's number two, call in number three, call in. Um, so it's possible to get like up to seven, apparently. Call. Wow. That's wow. crazy. You know, let's see. Can, can I invite people? I was, I'm not, I'm well, saying, you're a co-host. You might be able to. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, technically, can I? Is there a share button? Is Let me question. see. Let me see here. Let me. It doesn't matter. We don't have to get caught up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm probably on your on there. There's probably an option. I would maybe I would assume. Yeah. Uh, oh, good. Cool. 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 So what's up? Oh man, I just got back. I just got out of work about well, about an hour ago, I'd say. Had a little bit of pizza. Had a little cheat day. I haven't had pizza in a while, so I had uh, some pizza. Day. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get? I got the little sleezers. Little sleezers. Uh, uh, I didn't get the big five dollar one. I get the um, the cheesy bread, the pepperoni cheesy bread. You know, it's a little bit smaller, but uh, it's not quite as many calories as the as the big five dollar one. You know. Yeah. Did you put it down? Yeah, I put it down. I put it down the stomach. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> Devoured that. I mean, this was a. I had a busy week. They were throwing a lot of double shifts on me this week, and I was like, I, I couldn't wait today to just get home and just be done with it. Like, I'm like, oh gosh. Damn. Yeah, it's like they gave me – they wanted to give me, like, three double shifts in a row, and I'm like, no. <laughs> That's – two in a week is, is plenty for this this job, this kind of job, you know. So you had a, a long week, and you treated yourself yeah. to some pizza with yeah. cheese crust. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and pepperoni. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it's, you got you to gotta do that once in a while. It's like, okay, let me give myself a little reward, you know. Mm-hmm. Be good to yourself. Nobody else will. It's according to Journey. <laughs> That's my quote <laughs> I put out on Facebook. It's very – I like that song, and it's a good quote, you know. Good point. Um, but besides good that, um, I finished the weekend uh, with, like, last night. You know, I've been telling you I've been D&Ding, a little dungeon mastering. And yeah. I finished a big session last night because – it's difficult. Like this. Okay, I know. I know you're not a, a gamer or anything, but playing D and D, it's when you're a dungeon master. It's 
a lot of thinking you're in fantasy worlds in your mind and you have a certain trajectory that the players you want the players to be on and you have to constantly kind of map out new story threads and things going on in this world side of the world and that the, the master plot and that's all going in my head through the whole week and I got my little composition notebook that I I journal in and I write down notes for the big game on Saturday because we play every you know almost every Saturday like two weeks on one week off so I'm like gosh dang it I'm trying every time I you know try to get a little writing in somebody comes and says hey what are you doing or like it's like man it's like the real world is keeping me away <laughs> from creating my little fantasy world. <laughs> it's like, you know, Hey, I got, I got, you know, four people, I got to cheer up and entertain and, and story tell. It's like, it's, it's necessary. So, uh, you know, that's like, that. it's a lot, it's a lot. And then working those double shifts. So at the end, after that, I'm just like stirred up, ready to go. Cause you, you, your imagination's firing. You're going all over the place visually in your head. And I'm just like, I'm up till like two or three that night because I can't turn it off. And uh, so when Sunday comes around, it's like I got one more shift to knock through on Sunday. And then I'm like, oh, gosh, I get home, eat all food, and then let's podcast. Let's do this. Let's talk about something. So here I am talking about something with you. Well, I'm happy to be a part of your therapeutic time off. Yeah, yeah. You know, between this and D and D, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm let I, I let my geek side show. I let my I gotta you know I gotta be vulnerable like that. Everyone knows, you know. I'm I'm into the comics. I'm into the movies. Hey, D and D is not that far. Hey, that's what Hamble's all about. That's right. I you fully better know that, that when you're you coming know. in. Yeah. You gotta, mm-hmm. you really do. But um, so you have a lot to talk about. We, you know, we were talking about, you know, doing. We did a little Zoom call, Zoom call earlier, so we, you know, we can talk about your adventure that you that was lived. Late nights. I hit you with the late night Zoom link, and you hopped on. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, I kind of thought you would because you mm-hmm. know we we've been pretty good about saying yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You're one of my friends that, you know, I'll, I'll do that. You know, some friends just want to, hey, what are you doing? It's like, I, you know, I'll get to you when I get to you, you know, because <laughs> not that I'm trying to be a jerk. It's just like I, I don't think it's going to be anything riveting or like uh, like I had a big epiphany or, or something that deep. And yeah. uh, that's OK. It's good to have friends that you don't have to go that deep with. Um, but I know like when you say you want to do something, you want a podcast or like you want to do it, something, something's up. Like you want to get something off your chest and, uh, and it, it, and it's going to be productive and, uh, okay, I'll do it. I'll, I'll be your huckleberry. We'll do that. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I appreciate that a lot because I find that. Sometimes when I can't hit record on my own podcast, I can join one of these pod beans with you. And then I get my thoughts off my chest yeah. by talking to you and not because doing solo episodes, sometimes it's out. It's not always easy to get stuff off your chest. You got to be, mm-hmm. you got to do it in conversation with someone else. It's the only, it's the yeah. best way to get ideas, you know, shared. 
Yep. Absolutely. So Ham, Ham Palace is the outlet for me. It's like, it's like, uh, not, I'm not calling the help hotline. I'm just hitting up Ham Palace. Mm-hmm. You got it. And, you know, the more you say Ham Palace, you know, the more publicity you're giving me. So I love every minute. <laughs> hey, throw that name out there. Throw it out there. We need, we need people to listen. We need listeners. I got a goal of 5,000 downloads this year. You know, let's do it. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was your goal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost to 4,000. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'll, I'm pretty confident I'll hit 4,000 in the next couple months, the way it's been going. But I got to, I got to stay consistent. I got to stick to my goal of at least three podcasts a month. And, um, yeah. Yeah, man. So, oh, my buddy Greg, uh, uh, he told me something great that I can use on my show. He recommended some books of like questions you ask, um, people like, like strangers that you meet or, but like just things to ponder and, and, or pontificate about. And, and it's like a whole book. I'm like, why not? You know, I was doing something similar, similar to that. I was using, I was reading the case from the 411 book, but, I can do that where I can bring up, okay, here's a question. Uh, what is maybe, maybe you say the questions like what holds you back in life or what, do you, what's a big challenge? What do you need to overcome? You know, that's something that, that way I'm not always like, gosh, what do I talk about this time? What do I talk about that time? You know, and I always have, I can go book back to that book. So let's see what happens. It's, it's pretty relevant. You're going to, you're going to use it today. No, I guess still got to order the book, <laughs> oh. but it's a great idea to fall back on if I'm like, uh, I'm like, ah, I don't ah, got nothing or it's been a kind of a boring, you know, static week, you know? Sure. Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, I feel like with a lot of podcasts, you gotta, it's the art of talking when you have nothing to say. Yeah. J just to keep things going, just to keep talking, even though you're not really adding anything i mean literally you're just stringing together sentences to yeah. to, to avoid dead air yeah i know uh, but that also yeah. comes down to when you're talking to someone else in it and it starts to fizzle down you, you've got questions in the bag that you can just fall back default questions to keep the combo going yeah so i like it i think it's a good Sounds like a good tool mm -hmm. in the toolbox. Yeah, man, in the in the bat in the bat belt. Um, but we were talking about like I have a kind of a thing that I'm doing here uh, where I go out. I try to make it a point to go out every week um, socially um, because the social muscles can atrophy. I think a little bit. I'm not sure oh, that's 100 percent true, but. Yeah, you know. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm just looking at going and talking to people that I don't know in, in you know, in businesses or at, at a at a bar or whatever. And it's anybody. It's anybody just to kind of get social again, you know, you know, work that work that muscle because it's too easy to get in the hobbit hole and to stay in there in your comfort zone and uh, just not – you know, meet new people, meet new people. Um, so 
that's what I'm I'm trying to do. It's it's hard because the body, you know, if you work a long day or you don't necessarily want to go out sometimes or you don't want to go out and lay lay down a little bit of money for a drinkage or a, a little uh, maybe a expensive meal, but it's kind of it's kind of necessary. We kind of still got to do it. <laughs> you know, somehow some yeah. way, you know. So you yeah. do. And I think that it's so good to get out and break your ha- your your habit. I don't know your daily habit, your ruts. You get into mm-hmm. these. You get you just get into these uh, daily habits that are built around you being comfortable. Yeah, like comfortable yeah. morning, nice morning. All right, let's minimize how much work sucks. Let's get home. Let's kick the feet up. Let's eat something pleasurable. Go to bed. Do it again the next day. Yeah. Whereas that's and that's the thing. That's the point. Like on this, every time I go on a road trip, uh, I I feel like it's the best way to break it because you're forced to. You're literally out of your comfort zone because you're out of that daily habit comfort zone. So just yes. from you got to go into new stores in new cities. You don't know what's gonna be in there. You mm-hmm. you don't know what it's like in there, but you got to go in and you got to talk to people to figure out. So you don't know where you're gonna stay that night. You got to get on the phone or get on the internet and find something. Then you're gonna have to go in. Yep. You're gonna have to talk to the front desk person. So it just it puts you out. Uh, if you want to do anything fun, you have to, there's always like a gate, a gatekeeper. Like, so if I want to go to the state park, I got to get through the gatekeeper. I got to talk to them. I got to pay them cash, mm-hmm. get, you know, get the scoop on what to do. But, yeah. you, you know, you're going out to restaurants every time you eat for the most part. So it's kind of just like it, it completely gets you out of that loop that you you put yourself in so i think that's my favorite part about traveling Mm -hmm. it's it's not pleasant at first because you're so deconditioned you're so used to your little loop but by the by the end of it you're all you're back in shape with your social skills yeah it's a good thing the traveling the road tripping and road tripping especially because way more interactions when you're on the road Mm-hmm. Way more stops, way more breaks, way more. Let's stop. At, let's go get coffee. Let's go. We got to stop and get gas. We're gonna stop and see this thing that we know about. That we saw a sign for or something. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, boy, let me just chime in real quick and tell you, it's very much like when I was working uh, at my sales job in New York. Um, as I mean, now, now that was still work, but I was traveling quite a bit and I always had to set up a hotel in new town I was in or, uh, whatever state I was going to be in. So I had to go talk to the, you know, the, 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 uh, whatchamacallit, the person that was doing the hotel booking there. And I, I had to stop at those rest stops and get those coupon books so I could get a discount on a hotel. And then, uh, yeah, I would, it would be new stores. Like I'd be in Pennsylvania one week and a new cr- different crowd of people, new different, it's like a parallel world, a different kind of grocery store chain, 
uh, different kind of traffic, different historical sites, different parks. And then I'd go yeah. to uh, Massachusetts, a uh, place called North Adams, where it's highly historical. And, you know, it's a small town, but it's all like old school, uh, colonial time, you know, uh, uh, revolutionary wartime, uh, like the, the, the way everything is. Like, it just looks like I'm waiting for, like, uh, you know, the red coats and the blue coats to come out. With their, with their rifles, you know. Um, yeah. And it that was that's one of the things I liked about the job. I liked that it was like I wasn't in that one spot all the time. I was constantly kind of moving. Uh, but at the same token, on the same side or a different side, uh, it, it's it when it's all you by yourself doing it. It's like, well, I kind of wish I had a friend to talk to and uh, go and experience these different states with me or, you know, or somebody. So I did, I did many nights, you know, podcasting in the hotel rooms by myself and like, like, how can I make this unique? And, and uh, it'll be interesting for me to go back and re-listen to those shows because that's kind of a slightly different person, you know? Um, But yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, it, it's pretty simple stuff. You go in, you go to a restaurant, you talk to a, a waitress or a waiter, and you interact. And you go to a new store, and there's new people, a different a different layout. It's, yeah, you're connecting, you're making new neural, neural pathways in your head, you know. Exactly. And, I mean, I was hitting up dispensaries, so... Mm-hmm. That's it's just kind of weird for me because we don't have those in where I live. Ah, so it's yeah. like kind of a new thing. And then, you know, yeah. you add that whole element of being out of your comfort zone once you, uh, you know, you go in for one of those pre-rolled uh, giant dubs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you roast that up in a new city and then you're walking around realizing you're 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 not in your home you're not home anymore you're somewhere <laughs> yeah. that you've never been yeah well, i've been i've been pretty much everywhere on this last road trip i have been before except some places in colorado which we can talk about if you want yeah well we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to that we'll get to that and yeah a little i'll tell you a little something about the dispensaries um now i i had a friend of mine uh when i was in that was i was living with when I was in California, um, the Burbank area, and he, we made quite a few trips to the uh, dispensary, and uh, but it was one of those we had to get on like the 405 you know, or the 101, and it was like traffic would be killer, but we would stop, and you know he'd get out, and there's the neon, uh, the neon green. Uh, uh, like uh, first aid or the American Red Cross sign. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and he'd go in, he'd get his stuff and uh, I'd wait and then he'd get, you know, he'd come out with his, with his bag, brown bag full of goodies, you know. And, uh, but that was kind of a common thing with them. It's like, yeah, that's a little different, you know. Um, but it's like, you know, I looked at it this way. How's it different from, you know, going to get some booze? You know, really. I mean, and well, it's only different because we spent the majority of our life think 
uh, believing it was illegal. So now mm-hmm. you're doing this thing legally, but it still has the illegal undertones. You still feel like you're yeah, doing, maybe uh, that's corners. what it is. Yeah, you're still doing like a cornered transaction uh, from some guy. You know, your stereotypical uh, weed dealer. Um, that's how it is at, you know, some of the places, some of the places I've been were really nice and they were just, it was how, in my opinion, it should be yeah. like you, you go in, they're friendly. There's no reason not to be friendly. And then they, they ask you what you're looking for and you can just be honest. You don't have to, you don't have to use different words to describe, like you don't have to talk in code, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you just, you know what I mean? You just, I, I'm looking for that. I'm looking for something smooth, something that's going to put me to sleep. But then I also want something for the morning so I can be active. And then they have that product for you. And the, it's just how it should be, in my opinion. Because yeah. the stuff's therapeutic and medicinal, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So uh, it met. There, there might not be anything wrong with me, but it's still I want the medicinal stuff because it's uh, it, I'm on vacation and I I don't know I I like it I like it as similar to how someone wants to hit the happy hour at the end of the day mm-hmm. and drink a big tall glass of cold uh, beer mm-hmm. and they like the way that, that they're gonna they're gonna go to happy hour and at the end of it they're gonna pay for like two or three beers and that's going to put a little bit of a buzz on you yep. if you have th- two or three beers and at least me if i drink two beers i'm feeling two i feel two beers for sure yeah so, but you know so uh, i it feels good be drinking beer is not my thing i don't like drinking beer i don't like beer i don't like really the way it, i'll have a beer i'm not like anti-beer i just i i drink two or three beers and i'm i feel good for a little bit but then I start yawning and I'm tired and then that leads me to a headache and I say, what the hell did I do that for? Like, I got yeah. nothing out. It was a net zero in my opinion. Now, that's just me. I know a ton of people that think the opposite. They love having a couple beers. I like wine. I can have a couple of wines. Even like let, uh, two nights ago, uh, just the three of us, the roomies, Omina and Lucas, we, we drank two bottles of wine. That was a little bit much. Uh, but yeah. I felt good. I felt, I felt good the next day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I like about wine too. It's like, you can have a decent amount of it. You don't yeah. have that much really a, a hangover really. Yep. You know, um, I, you know, I, uh, I've had, I've been to quite a few, not that I was a big drinker, but, uh, I've had a few friends of mine that, that kind of, you know, they like to get those parties and, uh, and make, you know, have home parties at the, at their houses and get, get fucked up, get messed up. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, uh, sometimes I got sucked into that a little bit, a couple ice luges, a couple of, uh, you know, uh, a couple Uzo shots down the ice luge that they didn't tell me about. Oh, Uzo, you ever have Uzo? Uh, I, it sounds familiar. I don't think I've ever oh, had it. You, you would remember. know it. <laughs> you would know it if you drank it. What is it's, it? Uh, it tastes like black licorice, which you think would be kind of neat, 
but it it doesn't. It's got it's with nasty alcohol backed behind it, you know. Um, and I think it, I believe it's a Greek, I think it's a, a Greek uh, alcoholic beverage, but it's it kicks your ass. Like it's it just takes maybe one or two shots, definitely two, and you're you're just like puts you way over the top. And wow, uh, you know, I was. I had some mischievous friends of mine that I thought I was drinking pucker shots or whatever with maybe some little bit of rum or vodka or something, but they're throwing ouzo down there. I'm like, ugh. And I, I met, that was like the first night I had a real honest to good bar spectacular. <laughs> and, and all I had eaten really was not, was Doritos. It was Doritos. <laughs> There's just something about me throwing up Doritos all the time. <laughs> and, Damn. Uh, in that bathroom. And I remember, gosh, I remember looking at myself in the mirror and being flushed. You know, my the color is, had, had left me and I, I just looked kind of milky white. And it was like probably three in the morning or something. I would sleep on the couch, but it hit me where it's like, oh gosh, now I got to throw up. And I'm like, Ugh. yeah, it's, it's terrible. Like I, I hate that aspect of, of, of drinking and, you know, hanging out with those guys. I did that probably maybe two more times. And I, I hate it. I mean, cause I had the stomach flu a lot when I was younger and that was like, that was like, that was like my, that was like my COVID uh, Corona experience right there. Mm-hmm. Like that was, I thought I was knocking on death's door a few times because it just takes every part of you and your this pain in your stomach. And it's just, tearing tearing and rolling around in you you keep puking and you keep it hasn't gone away you keep puking oh i know i know man <laughs> wait you're saying ouzo did that to ouzo you? it's like uh not as long as like a stomach flu but it's probably about ugh, half to a quarter of that day of a day of stomach flu and it's like gosh yeah why am I doing this? Why am I going this far? And I'm like, this is too, too much of a cost, too much mm-hmm. of a cost, you know? And, uh, I just didn't like it. I'm like, this is no, 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 no. So, cause I was very anti drink for a long time. And, uh, I, I kept saying, I, I, you know, I believe that you can have a great time without drinking. And, uh, and that's true. It's all your state of mind. You can have a relaxed, fun state of mind and have water and have a coke or something and you can have a great time but it's like okay i'll I'll, you know everyone's just drinking away i'm like i'll try a little bit or i'll have you know i'll I'll play the game along with them and all that and next thing you know you're all you're all messed up so i don't do that as much anymore so which is which is good that's that's good you know i'll get i'll have some drink you know some wine or I was big on the wine coolers for a while, but um, not so much anymore. But yeah, yeah, I, I I don't mind a good buzz. I don't mind a good buzz and leave it at that, you know. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you completely. Um, I like. I've come to like a glass of wine with dinner. Mm-hmm. That was only really strongly over the last year or so where I would do it. You know, I would do it as as much as the roommates wanted to bust open a wine. I, I wasn't really going out and buying it too much, maybe a couple times. Mm-hmm. But if if Lucas opens a bottle of wine, I'll have it. 
I never used to be that way. I was always a no drinker. Yeah, okay. much of a drinker. Yeah. I mean, I used to be when I was in my low early twenties. I was a big drinker. I was a I was a complete um, pos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it took a few of those experiences you mentioned before puking your guts out. Yeah. All it took a few of those to, you know, get my shit together. Um, yeah. But I think that's, it's a normal course of affairs for many young American males. Yeah. They do the college experience and, uh, or the tw- turning 21 experience mm-hmm. is pretty, is pretty, uh, similar to most, most people go through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most yeah. people go through it. Yeah, I, I didn't really drink very much at all during my college days, like barely. It wasn't towards probably the end where I was hanging out with my friends back home and they they were into having the, like the drink parties once in a while and they wanted to get me messed up because they knew I wasn't a big drinker and or I'd have the wine coolers and all that, so they'd always tease me about that. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. Um, I mean, we had fun. We had fun. We had a lot of laughs. But, um, yeah, the, the the price to pay was like sometimes that's a little too much. And it's like that's when I had to ease back a bit and be like, all right, I, you know, let me let me get the shit in order here a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Well, hey, that, that's a lot to talk about drinking, but let's, um, you went, let's tell everybody about, you went to Sedona, correct? Again, Sedona? I went on a road trip to Sedona, yeah. correct. Yeah. So I want to be yep. careful. I want to make sure before we start. Um, so yeah, that's, how was that experience this time? Um, it was like my 10th time there. Um, I loved, I love Sedona. Sedona to me feels like home. Um, so going back, you know, people are like, you go to Sedona a lot. I'm like, well, it's like going home. So I go because I love it. Ever since I went the first time back in 2010, I loved it. I said the first time I went, I was only there for two days. And I said, this is terrible that I get only two days. This sucks. I want to stay here. And so I went back for a little bit longer trip. And I, I've always had to go prematurely, like before I wanted to go. Um, so that sucked. I always hmm. wanted to stay longer. So I was always... Every time I go back, it's like it's an extension of the the last time I was there. I'm fulfilling my desire to stay longer. I'm going back. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time was great. I got to see it from a new perspective because I camped for the first time, which was only possible because it was May. And I've always yeah. taken my vacations in the winter due to work. Work is always in the slow season in winter, or I'd go because it was cold in the winter. Perfect time to go to Arizona when it's winter in Minnesota. So this was the first time right. I've taken, this is the first time I've taken a spring road trip. And 
because it gets cold at night in Sedona in the winter. I mean, it's it's not sure. that hot. Uh, so this was the first time I was able <laughs> to camp, and the camping was amazing. It um, no moisture, beautiful mild temperatures at night, sixty degrees. You know, a little low fifties to sixties. Just enough to get a good night's sleep if you yeah. got a nice warm place to sleep, but not hot, not not miserable by any means. We were waking up at six thirty with the sunrise, got hot, smoking hot by like nine, ten o'clock. So between if we woke up at six thirty, made coffee right away. You know, Ken and Nina would wake up about the same time. Everyone was up with sunrise, and it was coffee. And you got you've got like that two hour window where before it gets hot, and you can just sit outside, you know, without a shirt, and it's warm. It's not too hot. It's very pleasant. Drink coffee. The sun is still shining hardcore, but it's not. It hasn't gotten that hot yet. So. Those mornings were just amazing uh, outside. We had a great big fire pit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, seeing it from that camping perspective, which was only made possible because of Ken Zen. He's been there for, like, two months. He's living out of his van with Nina. They built it out. Huh. And, they're, and they're just exploring the area. So. By the time we got there, they had already completely scoped the scene of this BLM land, Bureau of Land Management. Um, they've, they've already, they knew all the good spots. So I, I got in there. I met him at the grocery store, did some, not my first maskless shopping because the mandate wasn't, uh, there was no mask mandate there. Mm-hmm. So like most people were maskless. So I was like, hell yeah, I went nice. in. It was really nice um, to, you know, smile and stuff at people. Um, And then they took us straight, you know, it was like a 30-minute drive from town to the campsite, but took us out to their site on the Bureau of Land Management land. It's called the 525. Uh, That's the name of the forest road that takes you out there, dirt road. But just beautiful. Just a beautiful, I mean, it's southern Sedona. Like, it's actually not technically in the city. It's in Cornville, which is right next to Sedona South. Okay. And you've got a view, just kind of a a hilly forest view to the south. But to the north, you have the Sedona view, the Red Rocks and whatnot. Right. So it's it's a good remote campsite with the Sedona views. And it's about a 20-minute drive into town, 30 minutes, depending on where you're going. Um, but, yeah, I think that covers it. Like, that that was what made this trip differently is the fact that I've never camped out there. Yeah. Omina and I, I mean, you saw the tent. We bought a, we bought a new tent over the past year for situations like this. Um, car camping tent six feet tall ceilings yeah you can you can stand up in there you can change which is really nice um and then we have like this air mattress the kingdom sleep system which is it's a pretty nice 
air mattress that comes with the sheets and the comforter and whatnot. Huh. Yeah. So it's, um, it was, uh, a good trip. That's all I can say. We did a ton of hiking. It got up into the nineties. We had a nice little tree for shade, but most of the days we were trying to make it down to Oak Creek, which is the Creek fed from the mountain water of Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. That water melts and then it makes its way down, but it's also spring fed. And we found some little Creek finger inlets that led to uh, spring water coming out of the rocks, which was really cold. Oak Creek is cold, but in that 90 degree Sedona sun, few clouds. So just raging sun all day, you know, it gets hot. I got burnt, but luckily it turned to tan in a couple days. But mm-hmm. we we were trying to make our way down to the creek every day just to cool off. And it's just a good, it was a good vacation, man. It was, you know, sometimes I look at these road trips for me personally when I had a little more time, just longer road trips, more yeah. exploring. This was just, I consider it straight up vacation it was just vacation and i only had a couple days um so i tried to make the best of it you know and we were just lounging in the sunshine making our way down to the creek did some nice hikes but then overall everything else was just like let's um let's make some good food yeah big food Big food uh, trip because we were cooking around the fire. Yeah. We were cooking around the fire, which was really cool and fun. Um, yeah. And then Colorado. And then three – I mean, I was in – I stayed in Nebraska. I stayed in Nebraska one night Yeah. with Omina, Omina and I. Amina and I stayed in Nebraska one night, and then we stayed in Des Moines, Iowa on the way back one night. Uh, two nights were spent total in in Colorado. So it was four days on the road where we stayed in other states other than yeah. Arizona. Yeah. And we went to three different hot spring resorts, which was really, really nice. We went to a place first called Pagosa Springs in southern, southwestern Colorado. And these places are really busy right <laughs> right now because they just opened up again. Yeah. But this place has a regular open for business area with hot spring pools. And then it has the VIP area with like six pools only available to the people staying, the guests that are staying overnight in the suites. Yeah. So we needed a place to stay. So we booked a last minute room at Pagosa Springs resort. And we got into town after a 15 hour drive we we got into town at Pagosa Springs uh, at 10.30 at night. So it actually, we were like kind of worried, like, is the hot springs still going to be open yeah. that late? Well, it turns out we got there and we had the, we had the VIP area pretty much to ourselves. Nice. Which was, 
and it was under the stars. It was beautiful. And the water was amazing. Soaking in that water. It's mineral water. And and after a 15-hour drive, man, it was like so legit. So legit. I bet it felt earned. And then, yeah. And then we woke up the next morning and did it again. There was more people out there, but it wasn't crowded by any means. I bet it gets crowded at times, but not when we were there. Yeah. Wow. That's that's great, man. That sounds like exactly what you needed. You know, just to kind of get away and to enjoy the the present moment of being uh, you know, of being in the hot springs and enjoying that and uh everything leading up to that. Um, I have some of the best, I, I believe I have some of the best conversations, uh, while driving. Um, I guess a lot of the driving, as far as like what you're talking about with, with another person was when I was in the army reserve going to drill from <laughs> going from, uh, Mount Pleasant, uh, CMU to driving all the way down to the the Southfield, which is near Detroit. And it's like a three and a half hour drive. And um, me and my good buddy, Brad, we would have these deep conversations. We, you know, first of all, we had to get up early in the morning, like maybe five, around five ish to get there, you know, into formation and time. So there's that. Ah, You have to get there on time. So there's already that you're up against it. Get up early, get your, get your uniform on get everything you need for the weekend because uh, it's it's a weekend it's a weekend deal. So we gets in there and, uh, you know, he was about 10 years older than me at, at the time. So I was like 20, says about 25. So he's 35. So there's a little bit of an age difference, generation difference a little bit. But we'd get in that his car and I'd give him money for gas and we would just talk about um, things, uh all, all sorts of topics, but he was a big listener of uh, Dire Straits and uh, the old the old school 80s music, like the early 80s, maybe even late 70s music. He was big into, like, he liked Journey, and it, like, it was a lot of that stuff, like, which I like, too. I like that stuff, too. Um, I was more of a mid-late mid, mid, mid late 80s guy, like, new wave kind of stuff, Um but we would we would just go and we would talk about everything from growing up and what sports we did and high school and our experiences and uh, I felt like there were so many good connecting talks um, about what we loved to do what we were passionate about and and so much ground to cover in, in three hours like I think I really honed my my, my car social game <laughs> yeah. that's why I like to do on the road podcasts because. Really, something about that, it comes out in a real natural way, in a real earnest, passionate kind of way, in a very true way. And that's, um, I think that's probably when I'm at my sincerest and possibly purest socially. And um, I even surprised myself. So it's good. It's good to get stuff out on long drives, you know. Um, it's the short drives that I think to work and back all the time that I, I have a hard time with sometimes because they just, 
they rub me raw, you know, if I drive these little short trips and it's like, I don't mind a nice, good, long trip once in a while, as long as it's, you know, to someplace I'm going to enjoy being or yeah, that's, that's okay. Once in a while. And uh, that's when the best content can come out of me. So, yeah. Do you, do you feel similar to that or? Yeah. I wonder why. I, I mean, maybe the fact that just you're driving, you've got nothing else. There's no other distractions. Your mind, you get into this meditative state, just watching the road. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think that leaves room for a flow state of talking yeah, I- ideas coming out. Yeah, that's definitely. what it seems like. But yeah, uh, I agree. Um, my problem is when you're sometimes on the road trip, AT&T, the service just goes in and out. So I, my friend, Ken, well, Ken's girlfriend, Nina, she has Verizon. She was getting service everywhere. I couldn't believe it. Wow. And they say Verizon has the most coverage, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and she did. She, I got to experience it where all our 18, all of us AT&T people were like no bars, no service. Huh. She had service. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Well thing about that you know i have sprint and i believe sprint kind of got bought out by t-mobile or whatever um and i'm looking at going to do um i'm looking at doing just a track phone because i'm just not making that many calls these days and people aren't calling me as much and having the big long conversations i mean this is the longest conversation i've had (laughs) because if we're doing it through wi-fi you know, yeah. I mean, and it's mostly texting. If it once in a while, well, I mean, once in a great while, an old friend will, will call me, or I'll call an old friend, and I'll go for a couple, to, to two to three hours. But I'm like, I don't see why I'm paying all this money when most of the time I'm just texting and using the Wi-Fi. And the Wi-Fi, you know, I don't get if I, you know, I don't like I right now. I got my iPhone eight. It's not hooked up to. Uh, 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 t- uh, sprint or anything there's no sim card in it but i can go to any wi-fi and use and use it start talking to somebody through a facebook or uh what's the other one i got here the other um well through through this or and what's the other one that through i saw oh whatsapp you know so it's like why am i paying 54 bucks a month you know so i might just do the cards you know, but we'll see. We'll see what happens here. You know. Yeah, I know. I do. Yeah. I got to just you're see on AT&T. what. Yeah. I am, yeah. AT&T. I mean, it's fine. But if I was going to be more off-grid, like end up buying a trailer or something, living in a trailer house, I'd probably go with Verizon because I have to keep working. I need my internet. Yeah. Um, I think there might be some other satellite options. I don't know. I, I have to look into the best off-grid internet. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I don't know much about. Which I don't know much about. <laughs> 
But yeah, I went to Orvis Hot Springs uh, on the way back, which was uh, part. It was op clothing optional. Right. Okay. This is this is the fun stuff here. <laughs> I didn't know if you and want to talk about this or not. <laughs> it was a, it was a big uh, pool. There was probably about sixty people in it in the pool, and they had a bunch of pools, but they were big pools, and I would say about half the people were naked. I, I it's normal to me. It, it's it's a little out of my. I'm not going to say comfort zone. It's just out of, it's not something I normally engage in is co-ed nude, mm-hmm. co-ed nudity. Yeah. But I mean, I guess plenty of people go to nude beaches and it's very common, I think, in a lot of places. And, you know, it's it's only a big deal because you make it a big deal. Oh, it's naked, you know, but mm-hmm. once you're actually there and yeah, people are naked. It's not like you're you're not staring at them. You don't yeah. want to be the guy that's staring. You know, it's just what you're doing is you're going in, into this therapeutic water. Yeah. Uh, and it's a very therapeutic experience. The water is warm. It's mineral, mineral dense. And it's meant to be medicinal. It's a medicinal experience. So part of it is just like being naked. We, I wasn't naked, by the way. I was... I was just hit the dispensary, so it it was out of my element enough where I wasn't about to dive headfirst. I wasn't I wasn't ready to just you know whip it out in a place <laughs> I've never been before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I think if I would have been naked, I would have been nor it would have been normal because there's enough naked people where it's not like people are like staring at each other's penis and you know you know what i'm saying it's yeah weird you just go about your business and it's not like it's not that small of a location well i'll tell you the story of why naked was weird for me though because one time okay this is a pre premium story uh that you're gonna get here okay uh, uh i was on a road trip a couple years ago uh Someone gave me uh, a large amount of legal pot, uh, but it was very strong, very strong. Mm-hmm. And I consumed a lot to myself. Yeah. Thinking I was going to go to this hot spring resort in Arizona and rent a private area and get my own hot spring tub. And because that's what I've done before at that place. Well, I get there just st- ripped beyond conception just so so <laughs> blaze the stuff was called uh green crack that was the the name of the cannabis green crack and i consumed like a whole joint to myself right before i went in there yeah which is a lot for me sure and i puffed the whole thing down and i was just zapped and um, pretty timid, pretty shy in these situations. And I get in thinking I'm going to go in there and I'm going to rent my private room. I got some cash. I'm willing to pay the upgrade. I'm willing to pay a premium for my own area. It's only an hour. You know, I'll pay 40 bucks and just Mm -hmm. get my little hour and have my own private tub. Yeah. 
layout with the desert views. Well, I get in and there's like a little bit of a line and I get in and the lady in front of me is just chewing the guy out. She is so pissed. She is just bitching at him. I forgot what it was about, but she was just chewing him out. Mm -hmm. This was a customer just ripping into the guy working. He was, she was so angry about something. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like, oh, you know, I, I wanted, so I felt bad for the guy. And then when the next, so finally when it was over, he's like, next, you know, he was, you could tell he was <laughs> not in the best mood after that lady was Fucking just next. Tear, tearing him in a, a new asshole. Yeah. So, so I get in and I'm just like, uh, you know, I'm very stoned and timid. I'm like, uh, I'd like to rent a private area for myself. And he was just like. We don't got any more private areas. The only thing we got left is the all nude area, Desert Peak. You got to go nude. And I, I wasn't even considering this when I rolled up. I, I had no <laughs> conception that I was going to get funneled into the all naked area. <laughs> and uh, then I, I kind of look around and hesitate. And then the owner is standing behind me. And he's this big dude wearing like, sunglasses where I can't see his eyes at all and he's hitting a giant vape pen blowing huge clouds of smoke and he's just like what you ain't you ain't afraid to go into the naked area are you and I was like oh my god I can't say no now I'm like uh Uh, is that a dare sir I know (laughs) so I'm like okay I guess (laughs) one ticket to the to the naked area please so I'm like, am I actually going to do this by myself? I get in there. It's just a bunch of old guys. And they're like, you know, all eyes on me. They're they're just hanging out, oh. letting their the tip of their wiener float to the top of the top. <laughs> like a turtle popping its head up. And uh, it's just all eyes on me naked. The worst possible feeling. And so I'm, like, walking by, kind of covering my junk, you know, like, looking for a plate. There's not really anywhere to go. Finally, there's this little tub. It's just, like, an old clawfoot tub that they're channeling the hot spring water to. And I get in there, and every time I look over, there's people staring at me. It was the weirdest possible thing. It felt like I was in, in like, a sci-fi movie. Every time I looked over... And there was one guy who was wearing sunglasses. It felt like he never stopped staring at me. <laughs> uh-huh. And meanwhile, this water isn't even hot. It's like the water's like warm, maybe warm. And I don't, I remember this water being hot and good. Because I had been there like, I don't know, uh, six years before, mm-hmm. five years before. Um and there, then while I'm in there, there's like a windstorm happening and the, the roof, the canopy that I'm under is like about to blow off and it's starting to get cold. So I'm just like, I, I'm, I, <laughs> that was it. I mean, that was the story. Eventually I just got out of there and I was like, Ugh. you know, my skin. I mm-hmm. did feel really good afterwards because it was still a good mineral soak. Um, but yeah. overall, it put a bad taste in my mouth uh, for nude 
the <laughs> nude hot spring areas. Um, I didn't know if it was like a place where locals go to suck each other off. But I don't think so. <laughs> oh. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. This is an explicit uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Orvis, nothing like that. Orvis was respectable, you know, it was respectful and therapeutic, and there were just enough people where you can't get weird. There's too many people there. Yeah. To, to, uh, but it's quiet and nice and pleasant, and I think it was, a, a, it was something I would recommend to you to anybody. Yeah. Like you don't. There's no pressure to get nude, but there's really no weirdness if you do. That's how I would say it. Get nude if you want. If you want to get naked, get naked because no one's gonna fuck with you. But if you're uncomfortable, just wear your shorts because like half the people are not wearing, or half the people are wearing shorts or bathing suits. Yeah. So I thought it was a good combo. Uh, I loved Orvis. I highly recommend it. And then the third one we went to, which was like they, it was another one. I won't even name it, but they they had a bunch of strict covid um strict covid rules and it was just kind of it was just kind of a buzzkill the water was okay i wouldn't go back i probably wouldn't go back there so i'm not gonna even name it okay but orvis won the show pagosa too like pagosa was great okay i loved both of the two were really good really good water Orvis has a high lithium content in it, so hmm. it gets into your blood and it makes you happy. I, I really it was probably the ha- the best I felt after that Orvis soak for a good over an hour. I think we were there for like an hour and a half, uh, soaking in the hot springs. They got a sauna, they got a cold tub. Awesome, just a great time. Um, and I would certainly go back, and I would certainly recommend it to to others. And that's that's in southeast or southwest Colorado as well. Oh, uh, so both of them are drive. Colorado. Beautiful drive. Okay. I never knew Colorado was so beautiful. Oh yeah. I, because I've ne- I've never been there in the springtime. Sure. I should have assumed it was, but we took the mountain roads. We didn't take the main road. We took all the back country roads, and literally yeah. we were both Omina and I were just in awe you know, of, uh, we were in awe of the beauty. Um, it's a beautiful country, man. It's amazing. It really is. Yeah, it is. Manifest destiny was no joke and they were not messing around with that. (laughs) Like, uh, it's, it's incredible to think that this, you know, we live in, we can go freely between all these States and, uh, you know, it's something we, we take for granted, and because, again, because we up so many people work the nine to five, you stay in your corner, you, you, you know, you do the office gig or whatever, and you go home, you rinse, rinse, repeat, do it again. Traveling, yep. it just, it's like, yeah, man, like, this is what it's all about. Kind of seeing the country and the, and learning about it more, a little bit more deep diver in the history and getting a, getting a broad, broader view and, and getting, getting out of your bubble. Getting out of your bubble. There's a, I'm 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 gonna venture off a little bit. There's a city, uh, 
close by called to me called Royal Oak. Royal Oak is uh, like a nice small city um, where everything is, you know, everything's like a downtown area, nice restaurants, nice bars, and uh, it's it's a little bit more hoity-toity. Uh, it's got, you know, people within the, I'd say anywhere from 20 to 30 age range of people, you know, college, coming back forth from college, going to college there, what have you. Uh, trendy, trendy people. Um, and the thing is, it's like, it's cool. You know, you can, you can go there and you can, you can have a decent time and, and bar hop. And if you got yeah. a bunch hand fistful of hand of friends, you can go and hang out and have a, have a decent little time and meet some new people in, in that area. But it's a certain kind of crowd. And it's like, if you stay there for so long, you know, and, and my town's the same as well. You stay there for so long, you start to have a certain perspective of that group of people, and you don't see the bigger, the big picture. Like if you go and you travel to go to another state, you go to another, like a small town, and see how they are. Then you go to a mid-sized town, um, and you go to a, an, an event, uh, maybe a, some kind of a, a weird rodeo in the south or something like that, and you can experience yeah. that. Um, when I was in El Centro, I went to. It was a a big festival. It was a, it's called a sugar sugar beet festival, where mm -hmm. <laughs> people. This, this is no kidding. One of the big events was to throw sugar beads, kind of like uh, throwing um, uh, horseshoes, kind of mm -hmm. that, that kind of a thing. And they had like you know they had like a little. You sit down in the bleachers and you had they had like um, uh, you know, like a little mini rodeo and stuff. And uh, I'm like, well, this is something I wouldn't get if I stayed at home, you know, in Michigan and, and that, you know, in, in my little town, in my area. And it's like, there's a certain perspective you have. And that this helps when you, when you join the army as well. And you meet all sorts of different people from all over the nation. It's, it's this, it just winds, just widens the scope of experiences that are brought to you from people from different backgrounds and uh, it's like, gosh, it's like it's so much more than this little corner that I live in. And like you, you just it is you become in touch with the human, the human being as like as a as a huge we're like a big, huge organism. But this is different parts of that organism that you're experiencing. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. so there's one someone that's like this. That's kind of, you know, we're so similar, but. Oh, okay. That's so neat. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it just does. It, I think everyone should do it. Everyone should find a way to travel and to experience new people from different areas, different countries. You know, that's one of the reasons I like London Real again, because, you know, when we did that, yeah, okay, we, we laid that money down, but we, people from all over the world, I mean, that's pretty neat. I haven't, experienced that since pretty much you know the army days really and that's a great thing that's why i kind of like keeping the connections going as much as i can because that's unique you don't get to do that a lot in life right you know absolutely so well that's you know if is there anything else that uh in, in your trip that uh that stood out well, anything, uh, Omina just came in. Anything from our trip that okay. stood out? 
to you? Best part of the trip? That's we went over the hot springs. She said hot springs were the best. And, and then the creek, right? Yeah, we went over all that sitting yeah. by the creek. How you doing, Amina? Nice to nice to hear you. Chris said, "Nice to see, nice to hear you." She said, "Hi." Yeah, yeah. So that, um, yeah, that, that's 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 a beauty. That's that's life is a beauty, especially when you go out there and, and you make it, you make it beautiful. You know, a lot of it's mindset. You know, mm-hmm. let's go out, let's have a great time. It's kind of like, you know, when I go on, back in the day when I'd go on on uh, dates, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I, I about you know more than two thirds into my dating life, I, I used to say, you know what, I'm gonna let go. I'm gonna just say, just make the first date as entertaining as you can make it for yourself as well. Like, just have fun. Don't don't get too serious about it. You know, right. you know, yeah, pay attention. Don't do some certain things. You know, uh, be you know, try to be you know, a gentleman. Open the door for for the lady and all that. And, um, have certain things that you want, you want to talk about a little bit, but yeah, just go in there with, a, I'm going to have fun. Like uh, just kind of how I'm, I'm journaling now. Like I kind of change. I go, look, today's awesome. Today's incredible. You know, I just set it early on. I'm setting this day and that's all there is to it. So when you get angry, something doesn't go as you planned, you kind of mm-hmm. fall back. That's like default, but today's incredible. Today's awesome. It's like it it kind of works in a small, maybe in a small way. I think it's better than defaulting into like this, this fucking sucks. Fuck this shit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Completely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. My mindset. Yeah. Yeah. So. I like it. I'm glad I'm still journaling. I think it's, it's, I might be doing, I hope I'm not bugging you guys being like, okay, this is like the 500th. No, man. <laughs> keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Good night. But, uh, I think it's good. I think it's a good thing for me to, uh, first of all, it's, it's good as a writer to get a little something out each day. And, yes. And second, it's good because I'm leaving this huge trail of, of snapshots of where my mind is at over. Right. You know, You'll be able to go months. back. Yeah. 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 It's going to be a bit, a little bit of a head trip probably, you know, a few years from now. Yep. Um, it's kind of like these podcasts. If I go back and download an old episode, it's like, yeah, I now I can have an outside look at that. You know, I'm not in that headspace anymore. I'm not in that town. I'm not in that situation. Now I can look at it more objectively and kind of like, well, that's kind of a, it's kind of a different person, but it's still me, you know, mm-hmm. reacting to those circumstances. But uh, it's, I, I, you know, I have new memories, new experiences now. It's it, it's a pretty wild thing. It's cool. Definitely more people should do that as well. I agree. Yeah. Hondo. Hundo. Hundo, hundred percent, hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm reducing everything down to just grunts, yeah. grunting, <laughs> one syllable responses. But I think it sounds like Omina's got something waiting for me to eat here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Chris. So maybe it's a good time to to step off. Yeah, I, that, yeah. I'd say in about an hour is always good. Uh, we're look, looking Absolutely. like an hour. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on and doing this little experiment with me. I think this went well. I, I think this went quicker than it does usually as far as setup. And we'll we'll do it more in the future. I think so. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's and, do it. Uh, All right. I'll, yeah, have a good have a good meal, and I'll talk to you later, man. Thank you, sir. All right. Talk soon. Yeah. All right. Bye bye. Peace. So, I guess that's where we're going to end it. Uh, sorry about that dead air there. I'm going to wrap it up as well. Um, yeah, this is a good con. This was a good podcast. Um, you know, uh, Daniel, he's, he's he's a good, he's a good guy, and it's good to have him on. And I know it's a bit of a departure from from the movie stuff, and then and uh, you know maybe the. Uh, the more the wittier side of myself, but I think it's it's good. It's good to talk with him. It's real. It's good to have someone that's on here and can I can shoot ideas with. Um, but make no mistake, I will be recording again soon. And till then, this is.